Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Total Information AM with Tom Ackerman. I'm Megan Lynch. A unique partnership between Scott Air Force Base, St. Louis University, St. Elizabeth's, and SIHF Healthcare to help train physicians has been recognized as one of the best. The Osteopathic Training Program recently received the prestigious Osteopathic Recognition status from the Accreditation Council for Graduate Medical Education. Joining us this morning, Major Julie Creech-Organ, 375th Healthcare Operations Squadron Director of Osteopathic Education, and Lieutenant Colonel Pamela Hughes, 375th Healthcare Operations Squadron Military Programs Director, both based out of Scott Air Force Base. Major, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about what exactly is osteopathic medicine? So osteopathic medicine is um, a kind of additional training beyond traditional allopathic or MD medicine where we learn more holistic approaches to patient care and healing the body. So in addition to your more traditional um, medicine that any physician would get trained in, we get trained in manipulative-based therapy and the principle of treating the body as a whole unit and trying to restore its function by restoring its kind of normal status function and alignment. Major, give us an idea, if you would, of the number of students uh, pursuing this education. So our program, um, we educate about 40 residents in total every year, and about half of those residents are what we call um, designated osteopathic residents, or they've graduated from an osteopathic medical school and are now getting additional osteopathic-based training in addition to their family medicine residency training. Lieutenant Colonel, let's pull you in on this. Um, It looks like the training is fairly efficient, a three-year program. Why is it important for this to be offered at Scott? The training program here really offers a lot more to our patients in the community. Through the residency program, we are really top-notch in our education, so we're staying on top of the latest and greatest uh, medical treatments. We also offer additional services that oftentimes the regular primary care office doesn't offer. Um, Because we're focused on education, we do specific um, osteopathic medicine clinics. We do acupuncture clinics. We do specialty procedures um, like even um, Botox for migraines. So that's a great offer for our patients within the community. Lieutenant Colonel, how do patients uh, respond to it? Uh, Can they tell a difference? From osteopathic medicine therapies? Absolutely. We have a lot of patients that really respond fantastically well, and it avoids using medications or having to go through potentially even surgeries. 
So our patients absolutely love the services that we offer here. So give us some examples, um, either one of you, of, of maybe, you know, how this is used in, in therapies and, and what's being learned by those medical residents. Yeah, so I think the most commonly thought of treatments or applications, I should say, for osteopathic medicine apply to the musculoskeletal system. So things like back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, um, there are a lot of robust data and evidence that we can use that to help with just pain level and overall function. But there's also really good evidence for using osteopathic medicine and the treatments that we can provide on day of um, the clinic visit to help with ear infections in children and upper respiratory infections. Even in the hospital-based setting, there's some good evidence for helping decrease the length of stay for patients admitted with pneumonia or um, with fluid overload status. So it's really um, applicable to, you know, almost any condition that we can see. And, you know, it can sometimes be standalone without the use of medication-based therapy, but often it serves as a great adjunct to um, the medication-based therapy that our residents are learning. Lieutenant Colonel, generally, how is healthcare for those serving in the military? I think we do a really good job uh, taking care of our patients all across the world and being able to be training future physicians for the Air Force really allows us to focus in on what our military members need and make sure that they have top-notch care throughout throughout their career, no matter where they're stationed. Major, I'm curious, this is, some of these therapies, you know, in past have been kind of looked down upon by uh, traditional medicine. Uh, you know, when did you start to see a, a change and, you know, that, that you were able to offer a program like this, that it was being more widely received in the medical community? So I think that the prior kind of um, snub that sometimes was perceived with osteopathic medicine alone was when we weren't robustly providing, you know, good evidence for what we're, what we're doing. And when there was a just more of a tendency of uh, medication-based treatment and, you know, kind of a societal belief of we want a quick fix. Um, what's the pill that I can take to fix this problem? But uh, obviously, as we gather more, just more information about these newer medications coming out, we're realizing that um, no treatment is without adverse effects. So I think that there's just been a little bit of a shift to figuring out um, what's, what treatments offer a benefit with the least amount of risk or are safest long-term. And osteopathy certainly serves a huge role in that, um, providing that um, effective care with little risk to the patient. Um, and also there's just a big movement towards um, you know, a good patient-physician uh, relationship. And because osteopathic medicine is a hands-on approach, that hands-on approach really helps build good rapport between the physician and their patient. For either of you, what are the similarities and differences between osteopathic and chiropractic? So, um, as I, I like to use the term snap, crackle, pop. So kind of that... Um, cracking the manipulation-based treatment that a chiropractor can provide. An osteopathic physician is also trained in, um, and we can provide those, you know, for any really portion of the body. But some of the additional training that we have is, of course, our um, more traditional medicine-based approach and how we can integrate the whole system of healing. But also we learn uh, what we call uh, more indirect and soft tissue-based techniques, so addressing more of the muscle-based system or even um, the organ systems, the visceral component of the body that can kind of help 
um, realign things without searching for that snap, crackle, pop, which sometimes could be painful or not actually to a effective change in the patient. What have you found overall when it comes to overall health of patients when you you take this approach? I think that in general, we see good improvement in the health of the patient, and um, we really see the ability to decrease um, the medication burden that a patient can experience. So, you know, with the evidence that we can decrease the frequency of, like, recurrent ear infections in children, we're able to use fewer antibiotics, and, of course, that leads to um, fewer adverse effects from that medication. So I think that patients really get... um, a decreased medication burden, which is, of course, a decreased cost on our healthcare system. And then I think that the true benefit of just the a great patient-physician rapport um, cannot be stated enough because that just allows for greater trust and greater um, shared decision-making with all you know, future medical decisions. We've been joined this morning by Major Julie Creech, Oregon, 375th Healthcare Operations Squadron Director of Osteopathic Education, Lieutenant Colonel Pamela Hughes, 375th Healthcare Operations Squadron Military Programs Director, both at Scott Air Force Base. Major, where can people learn more information? Um, I would actually, this one of the times I would encourage them to use um, the internet to look up the American Osteopathic Association. It's our um, largest governing body of osteopathic medicine, and there's a ton of great evidence on there and just information about what we stand for. Um, there's also good um, things to look up with the American Osteopathic Family Physician Association online. Well, thank you both. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.